0: 80% of New Year's resolutions are abandoned by February 1st. I'm Dan Hunt and this is the RV Life Podcast. I'm here with my incredible wife, Patty Hunt. And today we've got a show that's just going to knock your socks off. Our guest is going to teach you how to do better and that February 1st date, maybe even keep your goals to the end of the year.
1: We are Dan and Patty Hunt, and we have been to 26 states as of now. We've been traveling for almost two years, back and forth, the, forth across the country a few times, and we are loving this journey. We started with a YouTube channel, Exploring Through Our Lens, to inspire people to get out and fully live life. And we were were presented with a podcast. We said, absolutely, because it gives us another platform to bring you great guests and great information.
0: Now, as we record this episode, we're back in Philadelphia, which is kind of our home base. It's where Patty grew up. That's where we are as recording this. But, you know, Patty, let's talk a little bit about personal New Year's resolutions. Personally, I, I don't really do the resolution thing.
1: I, I'm not sure what the di- resolutions, goals. I think over the years, I've kind of tried to do both. And yes, sometimes even by January, my goal or resolution has been abandoned.
0: Well, you know, I, I do set goals and I set business and personal goals, but I don't specific, personally. now this is just Dan, I don't really set them on January 1st and then keep them till I go. I have goals for each month and then I have goals for the whole year and that type of thing. So, you know, know, what we're going to talk about and we have an expert coming up to talk to us about setting goals and setting resolutions and why so many people abandon them so, so quickly.
1: And I'm going to say they really are important So if you don't set goals, and maybe Dan will get some tips out of this interview we did today um, and start setting some goals. I think that's a good idea for us.
0: Now, each week we do what we call a fun fact, and that's what we're going to do right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start it off with
1: how many Americans will make a New Year's resolution for 2023.
0: Now, I went out and did a lot of research on this and I looked at four or five different polls and an estimated, get this, an estimated 188.9 million adults will make a New Year's resolution for 2023. Three. That's about 75% of the population.
1: Wow, that's a large number. And let's hope that by listening to this interview, you will be able to keep those resolutions.
0: Well, if I could get 188.9 million adults to listen to this podcast, I'd definitely make my <laughs> resolution. So, you know, here we are in the Philadelphia area yet again. We, You grew up here. I spent about 30, 40 years of my life here So it's not like exploring things that we haven't already seen.
1: Right. But I will tell you over the last two years of being on the road and exploring, I feel like I look at things differently. So this week while we're here, we're going to go into Philadelphia and I do like the holiday lights. So there's lots of those in Philadelphia. We're going to go into by City Hall, check out the lights and all the holiday things that are there.
0: Yeah, you know, Macy's has a beautiful, beautiful display and they have that incredible um, uh, pipe organ that it's just beautiful. But, you know, when you're in Philly, the one thing that people Philly or not from Philly, it's a must do. You got to go to South Street. You got to go down to South Philadelphia and get a pat steak.
1: Absolutely. And we're actually going to do that first. Otherwise, the whole time I'm thinking about the pat steak.
0: Now there's Pat's and Gino's. We are Pat's people. And you can check out a video. We actually went into Pat's steak and cooked the Pat's steak on the official Pat's steak grill. So uh, we are Pat's steak people. You can check that out. We'll put a link in the show notes to that. But right now, we're going to get into our guest who's an expert, an expert on teaching you how to not abandon your goals by February. This is the RV Life Podcast, and we'll be back right after this selling your rv after years of enjoying it should not be painful whether you're upgrading downsizing or simply ready to sell the experts at national vehicle will help you set a proper valuation for your rv list it and sell it when you are ready an rv valuation is always free at national vehicle get started today by visiting nationalvehicle.com
1: rv life when it comes to understanding the true value of your rv reach out to the experts at national vehicle i end your camping season when it gets cold with the inflatable RV skirting system from Airskirts, you could extend your camping season year round. Reach out to Jim and his team by visiting airskirts.com for more information. RV Life Podcast listeners get $100 off a kit order when you use code RVPOD. That is R V-P-O-D for $100 off.
0: This is the RV life podcast. Our guest today is a true entrepreneur who started as a child writing a newsletter. She moved to Denmark to work with a software company back to the U S to a fortune 500 company. And you know what? That just wasn't for her. So you know what she did? She started a copywriting company. Now she has a masterclass. She's the host of not one, but two podcasts. She's an RVer. And yes, She's a mom.:
1: We are talking today with Kimberly Crossland, creator of Road Panor. Welcome
2: to the RV Life Podcast. Wow, thank you so much. That was amazing.:
1: <laughs> You are welcome. Um, we are so excited to talk to you today, as Dan said, not one, but two podcasts. You have Road Panor School, a community. Before we get to that, Tell our listeners a little bit about how you started as an entrepreneur.
2: Yeah, I always kind of had it in me. I, When I was growing up, I wanted to, like you said in your intro, I was writing newsletters for the local neighborhood after an earthquake. I just wanted to connect people. And I feel like running a business is a great way to do that. You have such an opportunity to bring others together, show up and serve in a way that is unlike any other approach to life. And so yes, you can go and have a remote job. You can go get your traditional job, the nine to five and work in the office. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But for me, I knew that I wasn't built for that kind of lifestyle. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. I really wanted to have the, the chance and the freedom to be with my kids when they had a field trip or to take them to, for example, we just spent a week. I took them out of school. We spent a week at the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable up in Colorado, and they're still talking about it because it was such a great event. And that is obviously put on by RV Life. And so being able to have that flexibility in our life is so important to me. And I just knew that I had to have my own business to be able to design the life that I wanted to live.
0: You know, but before we get into today's topic, I just want to say congratulations on becoming one of the new hosts. I guess there's four different hosts in the uh, RV Entrepreneur which is a sister podcast to the RV Life podcast. So, we are so excited to have you, As part of the RV Life family.
2: Oh, I'm so happy
1: to be here. Today's topic is about setting goals, New Year's resolutions. And I guess the first question is, do they work?
2: Yeah, I think this is what what happens with everything is it's how intentional you are about it. So there's such a range of New Year's resolutions. There's such a range of goals and this not only is in the entrepreneurial world, but also in our personal lives, because when we we can easily set a goal and just say, I want to lose weight, weight loss is kind of one of those common ones. And so we say, I want to lose weight. Well, there's not really anything behind that. There's no substance behind it. How do you want to lose weight? How much weight do you want to lose? Are you going to be controlling this through fitness, through diet, through both? And so I love to use my husband as actually as an example of this. He recently uh, did the 75 hard challenge. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but essentially it's 75 days of really hard work. And it's not necessarily a weight loss challenge, but it's more of a get healthy challenge, both physically and mentally. And so going into this challenge, um, he had very specific guidelines. He was very intentional. There was a time frame behind it. And so he was resolved to complete the challenge, check the boxes every single day and get through it. And that was very different than just saying, you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I don't know how I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I don't know what it's going to look like to lose 10 pounds, but gosh, darn it, that scale is going to say something different in 30 days or 90 days or whatever time frame you put on it. And so when you say do resolute New Year's resolutions work? it's really, really, really hard to say yes or no blanketly because there's just so much that goes into it mentally from your mindset and how you approach the new year. It's, it's just not enough to leave it very open-ended.
0: You know, I just want to put out in the universe as I think about your husband doing that challenge that as we head into the new year, I don't need to lose any weight at all. I am at my perfect weight. I am in perfect fitness. I am... No, nobody really.
1: wants to hear <laughs> this <laughs>
2: uh,
0: okay. Wow, okay, so you know, let's talk about those health goals and those health um New year's resolutions as we were getting ready for this show, and I'm going through and I'm doing all this research and reading things, something hit me that just shocked me that seventy percent seventy percent of all new year's resolutions are health and or weight related.
2: Yeah, that's a really shocking statistic. And yet it's one of these that that just seems like it's easy to say because who doesn't want to feel healthier besides you? Who doesn't want to, you know, get into better shape or feel really good about their body? Ever? It just seems like one of those very primal, inherent things that it's easy to say that you want to do it. But when I go and look at New Year's resolutions, I typically look at people wanting to set goals that are around two factors, their happiness level and their performance level. So every single goal should be something that makes them happy. Well, losing weight or being healthier, typically you would think that would make you feel happier because now you're feeling more energetic. Now you have, you're feeling you're able to fit into clothes you might not have been able to fit into, for example. And then the high performance that goes right into it as well, because now you're performing at peak level or you're getting closer to that, feel stronger, you can do more activities. This is a podcast for RVers. So I think we all love to sometimes get outside and go for walks, go hiking, go mountain biking. I like to call myself an amateur mountain biker because I I don't love the steep uphills. I will (laughs) definitely get off my bike and walk it more than I probably should but I still love it. And I, so if I'm setting a new year's resolution around that, which is a health goal, like you were saying, then I would probably set a resolution around being able to be happier on the trails and get out more on the trails. Cause I tend to be happier when I'm outside on those trails, but then also improving my performance around how I am on those trails. Am I improving my time? Am I trying to go for a PR on Strava, for example, or Am I trying to conquer a hill without having to get off that bike? Or do I want to be able to go down a steep downhill and and not have to slam on my brakes because I'm terrified at the speed I'm going and I just see these rocks that I'm going over? Having those that happiness and that high performance fused together lends itself to health and wellness. And I,
1: I love that. And I think that happiness and high performance, you know... For me, the word that comes to mind is mindset. And I think that's really, that has to be an important piece of setting goals, no matter what those goals are, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. So, as, I mean, as you're looking at these goals that you're setting for yourself, again, look at it so you're not just setting a goal that just for the sake of setting a goal, you're not just answering flippantly the question, what's your New Year's resolution? Oh, I'd like to lose a little bit of weight. Have it be more specific. And when you have that specific end result, then you can start to kind of backwards map your way to get there. And when you have that backwards map plan to get to that goal, now all of a sudden you have this mindset of you can visualize the journey. So I was listening to a podcast recently about what vision board, effective vision boarding is. And they were speaking to an Olympian and I can't remember which Olympian right now, I don't actually think they even quoted the, the person by name. I think there was several Olympians actually said that anytime they're getting ready for a race, the way that they approach it, whether it's in the pool, whether it's, you know, on the balance beam, regardless of the sport, the way they go about it is they visualize the training. They don't visualize the event. So if you're, let's just say you're, out there trying to, or with a goal or New Year's resolution of I'm going to be in the Boston Marathon. That's a very popular race and a very common race. Rather than visualizing yourself crossing that finish line, what you want to visualize is waking up at 5am and having it be cold and rainy outside and still getting up to do it anyway. Because by visualizing these goals, you can train your mindset so that you're prepared for that experience. You're prepared to say, well, This won't be too fun, but I'm going to do it anyway. You can start to see the journey of getting to that goal. And when you can see that journey, you're a whole lot less likely to ditch that mind, that New Year's resolution. You're a whole more, a whole lot more likely to actually follow through with it because now you can predict. Okay. I am doing this. I'm committed to this end result. And when it's happening, this journey is going to look like maybe some rainy days running outside when it's a little bit frosty. In doing that, you're not only preparing your mindset, but you can also prepare yourself with resources. So you can maybe go buy a new rain jacket to go run in that you feel really good in, or you can buy new running shoes and say, I'm committing to this. This is going to happen. I'm putting my feet on that pavement for this many days. And I will be at that start line and at that finish line, regardless of the weather. That way, when you do wake up and it's rainy in Boston and cold, which it sometimes is, you embrace it. You say, I trained for this. I'm here for this. It's fine. I can handle this because it's mind over matter. I also, uh, I've, I used to do a lot of CrossFit. Now I just do it for fun. I do a lot of things just for fun. Can you tell? <laughs> but I used to do CrossFit, and one of the CrossFit games um, athletes said that so often we have about seventy percent more in us than we give ourselves credit for. So I've never been a runner, but I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to run, and I was training for an eight and a half mile race one time. And I kept remembering that about the three mile mark, I thought, I am tired and I want to walk and I wish I could just stop. But I also knew from my training, from these past experiences that having walked meant I totally slowed my momentum and I never got that cadence back again. It was just really difficult. So I kept reminding myself during those hard moments, I leaned on my strong mindset and I said, nope, you've got more in you, you've got more in you, you've got more in you. And I got over this hump without having to walk, I just got over the hard part and I was able to move into the not as hard part. And I got into that rhythm. So when you're thinking about your New Year's resolutions, visualizing the hard, visualizing yourself getting past the hard is going to train your brain so that when that experience comes up, you're like, nope, I can do this. I'm ready for it. Let's go.
0: You know, visualization is so important. And as Patty and I talk about this stuff, we're actually public speakers and we go around the world and talk about things. We talk about visualization and while you're talking about just getting through a goal, I think that a lot of times in everyday life, in everyday things, visualizing making the money, visualizing getting to the end of the race, visualizing doing what you do. It's very, very important. But I'd like you to touch on one more thing. Sometimes we all need a little bit of help. And I was listening to your podcast uh, a couple of days ago, and you were talking about your Facebook group. Um, and, and I just think that having a community that you can lean on is really important. How do you feel about that?
2: Well, I definitely agree. I, I've so often found that, yes, having a Facebook community or not even on Facebook. We're actually... I'm moving it off of Facebook in in the new year for a lot of reasons. That's a whole episode for another day. But having somebody you can lean on that you can just say, this is difficult. This is hard. I'm not sure where to go from here. I just want someone to tell me what to do or tell me it's going to be okay. Having that external influence... Is so valuable because not only do you get that reassurance and you get that, nope, you got this, that encouragement kind of speak, but you also get validation that your feelings are okay and you're going to be okay. In addition, you also get a different perspective because so often what I found, I've been a part of, I've mentored and coached in several different group programs for other coaches. And I've worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs who are starting their business and mindset is a constant hurdle. We meet resistance. We meet all of this fear that just stops us from wanting to move forward. And having someone come in with a different perspective of, well, maybe that's not... Maybe let's shift that mindset. Let's look at this from a different point of view. Now you can sort of see those clouds part and say, oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. But now that you say that, it makes total sense. And you can't do that if you don't have that community around you. Now, something that I like to caution a lot of people on, especially when you're working with a community, is that you don't want to get sucked down by this this group mentality of this is hard, this is difficult. Finding the right community of people who will help you validate your feelings and say, yeah, it can be hard, but guess what? It can also be really good. So let's keep going. Let's link arms and cheerlead you back up is so valuable because no matter what you're doing, whether you're running a race, whether you're building a business, you're going to trip and fall. You're going to have these hurdles pop up that you had not expected. You had not visualized before, but maybe somebody else has, and maybe somebody else has experienced it before. And they can say, oh my goodness, that happened to me two months ago. And this is what I tried. And this is what helped. And this is what did not work. So go avoid going down that rabbit hole. And you can immediately just feel that momentum and that collective energy of getting back in the game and getting back towards those goals. So, it, right when you want to quit, you can have someone running alongside you saying, Nope, we're doing this, friend. Let's go. Let's link arms because I'm going to take you down a different trail that you're absolutely going to love. And I know you can a- achieve those goals. I see it in you, and you've got to see it in yourself too. I'm going to help you to see that.
1: I love these pieces of information. I know that most of us, most people listening, most people out there have planned goals. They've started them and statistics show that at some point in January, most are done with. And by February, we saw a statistic that showed that by sometime in February, 80% of the goals that were set, people have quit. So great pieces of information. Now we talk about setting goals, we're going to talk more about, we want to talk more about, you know, goals for RVing. We, we are an RV life podcast. So goals for RVing or business and setting personal goals as well. We're going to get to that after the break. When traveling in your RV, how do you navigate? Do you use a paper map, a GPS, or do you use Google maps? Our sponsor RV Trip Wizard has the solution and it just works.
0: That's right. It just works. And we are just, you know, we do not move our RV one inch without going through RV Trip Wizard. It's a great product. It's only with the discount code that's in the show notes below. It's only a little less than $50 a year. Check it out. If you have any questions about it, put it in the show notes. We'll get back to you or reach out to us on social media. Now we are talking with Kim Crossland. She is, you know, you know, I mean, she is just an amazing woman. And as I was doing research on her and listening to her, I listened to some of her podcast. I, I read a lot of about her and what her story was. And Patty did a pre interview with her and, and, you know, we I kind of listened in as she was doing that. Just an an amazing story. Now. You have built a master class. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the master class is and who it's for and why you built it? I know that's a mouthful, but.
2: That's OK. I can I can work through that. So. I do. I have a masterclass that I've been working on. It's been inside of me for years. You talk about goal setting and not (laughs) moving quickly enough through your goals. Well, I, I sat on that class for three years. In 2020, when the pandemic hit, I had just a couple months earlier left a really cushy, really good contract because I knew I needed to get... It was my only contract at the time. And so I knew I needed to get back to my entrepreneurial roots. I missed business growth. I was growing businesses for other companies, but I wanted to do it for myself. And I really wanted to link arms with the the small business owners, these people who had this dream inside them who were going into, for example, a new year saying, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen finally." And I decided January 2020, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for myself. I've done it before. I started my entrepreneurial journey back in 2012 when I was kind of pushed into it. I fell in love with the lifestyle, and so January 2020, like I said, I decided I was going to go help others dive into the same lifestyle. Well, then the pandemic hit, and it's funny. It was March. I mean, the pandemic was absolutely not funny, but my experience going into it was a little bit interesting. So March 16th, 2020, we everything was getting weird. We didn't quite know what to expect, and right at that same time, we were also planning an RV trip for my son's birthday. We like to go camping for birthdays. And looking at the weather, we were camping in Arizona and it was nothing but snow and all the snow coming down. And we thought, oh my gosh, do we cancel this trip? Or now we're borderline pandemic mode. What's going on? And we decided to take the trip. And I am so glad that we did because on that trip, we got six inches of snow. It ended up being one of my absolute favorite trips because we built igloos at the campsite. The, the guys were coming around taking pictures of our igloo that we were building <laughs> the spot next to us. because so There was nobody really there. And uh, it was, we went sledding where there's usually the playground and it was so much fun. And in that moment, I realized, okay, we might be going into a pandemic, but man, this whole world is changing. And I think we're in this prime opportunity for others to start a business that lets them have these experiences where you can go camp in the snow, where you can go build igloos at, at the campground. And I, I realized I had planned to go into this offering templates or like these little micro courses for entrepreneurs. And instead, I shifted focus. And I said, you know, I need to do something more foundational where I link arms and i walk with people and i coach them through this because i've been in the trenches i've done the biggest mistakes you can make in business and i've had some really exciting accomplishments i mean my very first year in business i earned more than i ever did in the corporate setting so i feel i felt very confident and i know how to do this i've done it year over year now i'm 10 years into this entrepreneurial career this is my turn to now show up and help others i believe that you You climb the ladder, but you also bring others up with you. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats, that kind of mentality. And so having a masterclass where I can say, okay, you don't have an idea for what to do yet. That's okay. Maybe you have a very fuzzy idea. That's also okay. And I walk you through very specific exercises. I don't like to do the pie in the sky approach. I'm very tactical. We're going to write pen to paper. We are going to work together on Zoom. And throughout it all, you get workbooks and you get videos and tutorials. But then you also get live coaching. You also get the community to lean on. You get somebody around you who's going to say, "I know what you are trying to say on that website, but that's because I know you." And I'm not sure someone else is going to to know that as well. Or I see some friction here. Maybe we can tease this out together. How can we adjust your website so that the story is clear? Things like that. And so I've developed out this masterclass. It's called The Roadpreneur School. You can find it on RV Rvlife.com But I developed it out really for this whole this whole approach of not ditching your goals. So it's a year-long container. We have an entire year together because RVers like to travel. Then when I go and plan my years, the very first thing that I plan are my trips. The very first thing that I plan is to take the whole summer off so we can take We can make a big, giant loop in our RV and really experience a lot. But when I plan that, I can also plan my business around it. So we go through that. There's actually a whole planning exercise inside the Roadpreneur School. So you can do that same planning method. And it's, again, very interactive. Um, But when when I go through that, then I'm able to teach my students how they can also design a life that lets them have the RV lifestyle that we all love because we're on the RV life podcast. So the listener I'm sure loves as well. We love this RV lifestyle and you can absolutely have both. The other catalyst for this is a lot more personal. And when I was pregnant with my first son, someone who was like a mom to me, um, like a second mom to me, my mom is still alive and I'm very close to her, but there's someone else who was like a second mom to me. They were best friends, my mom and her, and I was best friends with her daughter. She got cancer and She succumbed to her cancer right before she was about to retire and move to start the dream business that she had always wanted to start. And that also happened. That happened in 2016, but it was throughout my entrepreneurial journey where I thought, I need to do something. I feel called to do something. I feel led to do something where I can help others not wait until it's too late. You can start your business now. You can get it off the ground. And I know how to do that. Why am I not showing up to help others to do that too? So that that was really the two catalysts for the Roadpreneur School. And then in addition to that, I also have the community element where you, know, you were asking about that earlier, having someone there to link arms with and to ask questions of and lean on during those hard times. Because there will be hard times. It's inevitable. And it's okay. You will get through the hard times. And so... Um, after the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable, sponsored by RV life, um i I went and I went home with one really big takeaway, and that was a lot of people were saying at the table at the Roundtable, Man, it's so interesting that entrepreneurial lifestyle and the camping, the RV lifestyle both are a little bit lonely at times. And I think a lot of people, just in my conversations with them, Walked away with that same feeling that we didn't quite realize that sometimes it can be very lonely. You're going to new campgrounds, and yes, you get to meet a ton of people. And that's the beauty of it. But also at times you can feel like, I just want to talk to a really good friend. And I just, this is why I think a lot of RVers, full-time RVers, will travel in pods. And so why I like to bring along camping friends whenever we go camping, we'll oftentimes invite another family to come with us because it just adds a new element to it. And so being able to have. We're we're living in such a time where we can not feel that loneliness just based on proximity alone. We can have the internet where we can have conversations like this and speak microphone to microphone, but still be really connected and and really dig deep. And sometimes we even dig deeper because we have a little bit of physical distance between us. It kind of cracks you open a little bit more, which is awesome when it happens because it lets us get vulnerable and it lets us be very real and it lets us live life. To the full, and not live life just with this roadmap that was actually designed for a more factory based working. So, I actually heard a study um, recently that said that that school, traditional school, was actually designed around training people to work in factories where you sit all day and you do your routine and you work all day at that routine we're not really built like that as humans. If you get back to that primal element, we like to explore. We like to seek adventure. We like to move around. We like to see new places and and get to know new cultures and new areas. And so being able to have the best of both worlds is just so powerful. And I could not ignore that opportunity to go and teach how you can have that. Wow. What, I mean, so much incredible
1: information here that I just need to break it down a little bit because, you know, we talked a little bit about personal goals. We're talking about RVing goals, but a lot of what we really want to get to is, you know, working from the road. We're RVers. It's like you said, we want to be able to travel and, you know, run our business. And I think that a big piece, a big tidbit you gave here was linking arms walking with people community is so important. Everything you just talked about, we're going to put in the show notes as far as how to link arms with you. uh, Because I really think you can provide such a great opportunity for our listeners to help them through their goals. So they will last through the year.
0: Okay. Now I am going to put you on the spot right now. Um, can you give us one or two inside now insiders tips, tips that nobody really knows, not stuff off the Internet insider tips on how to set a goal? Like I'm sitting here saying, you know, it's the 28th of the month. I'm going to set a New Year's resolution or a goal setting a goal. What what can I go through? Can you give me a tip on what to do to set that goal? And then how do I keep it? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but that's what I yeah. do.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about it. Let's have the conversation. That's excellent. Yeah. So the very first thing that I like to do is I start with the end in mind. I know I said you don't visualize crossing the finish line, but you have to know what that finish line looks like. So I always will start with the end in mind. What is that outcome? What do I want it to feel like when I'm done with that goal? And then from there, you can backwards map it. So you you say just one step backwards okay, if my goal is to run the New York marathon or the Boston marathon, well, then I had better show up to that start line. So what does that start line look like? What's going to happen the night before? Do I need to be staying in a hotel? How many nights do I need to be in the hotel? Well, now I know how much time I need to block off my calendar. What does my training schedule look like? Do I need to be running? I know I have a taper week, but then what? what's my maximum peak week of training? When do I need to be running my first 26 miles, it's not going to be at that marathon. It's going to be before that. So then I can go back and kind of schedule out what that cycle looks like. Well, you can absolutely do the same thing with business. If you have an end goal of I'm going to launch my course in 2023. And I actually have a student who's working on this right now. So it's a great question. She said, June, 2023, that's when I want to launch it. It feels right. I've got my reasons for it personally, because... You know, She has... You know, there's different health concerns in her family. And so they have like different schedule dates that they have to be at the hospital. She said, I've mapped this all out. I know June 2023 is going to be my time to start it. But now what do I do? What do I do today? How do I get started? And I said, well, work backwards. What do you need to have on June 1st, we'll say, I'm 2023? She said, well, okay, I need to have... My coursework done. I need to have my sales page done. I need to have my email sequence done. I need to know how an audience that's going to be listening to me and say, okay, let's backwards map each of those different elements. And suddenly you have a very clear, very intentional schedule of I'm going to finish this by this date. I'm going to finish this by this date. when you can have those bite-sized chunks, it makes it so much easier to tackle rather than this big behemoth of a beast of I'm going to do. I'm going to lose 50 pounds by, you know, whatever date. That sounds really big. But if you plan out how you're going to lose one to two pounds per week, or for example, my husband with that 75 hard challenge, he had a daily task. Every day you're drinking a gallon of water. Every day you're working out twice a day. Every day you're reading 10 pages out of the book. And it was just checking one box at a time. You can put one foot in front of the other. And as you're planning your goal you can now have the end of mind, but also have those incremental tiny little steps that you can take.
1: Kimberly, I just can't thank you enough. There's so much here that people need to listen to this podcast over and over again. They need to connect with you, be part of the community, listen to your podcast. It has just been wonderful. This time has just
2: flown. Bye. It really has. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're listening to the RV Life Podcast. Our guest today has been Kimberly Crossland. She is the road panora. You can check her out. See the links in the notes below. Patty and I will be back right after this. Clear2O continues to bring its expanding line of water filtration products to RVers with innovations such as their DirtGuard sediment pre-filter, their one micron solid carbon block inline water filter, and a wide variety of high quality filters for your RV's whole house filter system. When it comes to clean water for your RV life, the answer is Clear. Clear2O. Visit clear2o.com and use the coupon code RVLifePodcast to save an additional five percent on every purchase. National indoor RV centers with over one. motorhomes available across multiple locations national indoor rv centers continues to provide an outstanding hassle-free motorhome ownership experience national indoor is the number one newmar dealer in the nation and also features brands like integra winnebago and much more visit nirvc.com and become a part of the national indoor rv centers family This is the RV Life Podcast. I'm Dan Hunt with my incredible wife, Patty Hunt. And now we're going to get into my favorite part of the show. But before we do that, you know, that last commercial was about national indoor recreational vehicle. I got to tell you, I love these guys. I love the concept. I love everything about these guys.
1: They really are a great group of people. We've met several of them now, and we are going to be in an event in Tampa with them. And I can't wait to meet them face to face.
0: You know, the concept of what they're doing is they're, they're taking this whole new service and taking care of your RV and storing your RV. They have a concept like a marina, almost like a boat marina, where when you come in You know, they they park your RV for you. They'll wash it for you. They'll get everything all ready. If it needs any service, they'll do all all while it's in storage so you can be ready to go next time. Now, that doesn't work a lot for us full timers. But I got to tell you, what a great, great concept. What great people. And I, I, I even hear that they are the top Newmar dealers
1: in the country. That's what we're told. They are.
0: So, you know, just just great people. You got to check them out. If you haven't checked them out yet, uh, you want to give them a call. There's a link to their website in the show notes below.
1: But wasn't that an incredible interview? Kimberly Crossland from Road Panor, all her information information is in the show notes. I am so excited. And the only thing I was disappointed in is that we couldn't go for about two more hours talking to her. She gave some great tips on how to keep your goals, you know, longer, hopefully for the whole year. And she's got a great support community, great information. Wow. I could go on and on.
0: I, I, I'll i tell you what, what a great show. To end 2022 with for the RV Life podcast. What a great show to end the year and start next year off on the right foot.
1: Now, let's get into one of my favorite parts of the show, and that's the RV Life Pro Tip. Patrick Buchanan has another great tip for you. Our RV Life Pro Tip this week is about finding campgrounds with the RV Life mobile app. RVers looking to find campgrounds quickly can use the RV Life GPS and Campgrounds app. The RV Life app has all the campgrounds found in RV Life Trip Wizard and at campgrounds.rvlife.com. Filter campgrounds, get ratings and pictures, then navigate directly from your mobile phone with RV Safe Directions. The RV Life mobile app can be found at both Apple and Google App Stores. I'm Pat Buchanan with your RV Life Pro Tip of the Week.
0: Thank you, Patrick. But, you know, I, 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 I'm going to have to be honest. I'm the driver of our RV. So the mobile app personally doesn't do me a lot of good. But I know, Patty, you love that thing.
1: I use it all the time. So we do set up our trips on the computer with the website. But that mobile app, I am on it all the time. It's on the front page of my phone And there's not much time that goes by that I am not using it.
0: Now, RV Trip Wizard is a product of RV Life. It's an absolute must. Patty and I use it. We don't move one inch in our RV without using RV Trip Wizard. There is a link in the show notes below. And guess what? By being an RV Life listener, you're going to get 25% off. Makes it less than $50 for an entire year.
1: Actually, $44.25 for those of you being literal the whole year. So it is well worth it.
0: Okay. And here we go. We're going to go into our question of the week. And our question this week comes from none other than the state of Washington. I'm Brock from Washington State. And my question is this. Does the campground charge to receive packages?
1: This is something that Dan and I are certainly well-versed on because it seems that we get tons of packages all the time. I might have to revoke Dan's Amazon account, but let's talk about what happens at different campgrounds.
0: You know, different campgrounds have different policies, and um, I'm going to be honest, uh, some of the policies, I just think they're, they're terrible. And some of the policies, like the campground we're at right now, the Oaks in South Carolina, um, or we were just at before we came back to Philly. um, I got to tell you, they have a very open, yeah, you can get packages here. We take them. We'll sign for them. As a matter of fact, they just come right over here. Just let us know what you're taking out of here. And then there are campgrounds uh, that we have been in. No packages at all are allowed to be delivered to this campground.
1: And then there was a campground that said you could have RV parts or medication delivered. I want to know how they know. Like, do they make me open my package when I'm there? So in all honesty and in all fairness to the campgrounds, I think part of the issue may just be I'm trying to give them a little bit of a, you know, a a grace um, could be that they just don't have people to manage it? Is that possibly the problem? I'm adding a new question here. So if you have any thoughts on that, go to our social media page and add your thoughts and your experiences.
0: Yeah, We, we would love to have a conversation about what your thoughts and what your uh, possible solutions are. I know Jeff Bezos, the, uh, the CEO of Amazon, Uh, I know he listens religiously to the RV life (laughs) podcast. So I'm going to ask him to get one of his sales reps to go out to every campground in the country, every single one of them, all 1800 and put in your locker system in the campgrounds. I think that would solve a lot of people's problems in campgrounds. So Jeff, I know you're listening. Just get one of your sales people to get on that for me, would you?
1: (laughs) That would be awesome. And then, Dan can continue to make his daily purchases on Amazon. But let's talk about what we have coming up. So as we end this podcast and end 2022, how do you begin 2023 with some good uh, advice, especially health when it comes to health? We have an expert coming on next week that is actually our health coach and she has been amazing. I want to say has saved Dan's life. We'll talk about that in the podcast, but I could probably say that. So if you're looking at one of your new year's resolutions being health, eating healthier on the road, you want to listen in next week.
0: You know, I I, I can't say enough about our health coach, Other than, you know, when I first met her, my first question was, what is a health coach? (laughs) (laughs) And I got to tell you, she literally has changed my life. Uh, She took me from some very bad situations and put me into some very good situations. We're going to talk about all of that next week right here on the RV Life Podcast. We are coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we will be looking forward to talking to you next week from Florida. (laughs) Quite a difference in weather when we get down there. I'm Dan Hunt with my incredible wife, Patty Hunt, saying remember to have a great rest of
1: today. And an even better day tomorrow.